the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Cheers. Yeah, Welcome to the Chris and Sam podcast. Um, my name's Chris and I'm happy. Yeah, he's uh, happy because he's half drunk. I'm Sam. Welcome to the podcast. If you're checking this out, make sure to check out the com, our website with all the information, all the news and other bits and pieces and episodes. Yes. So uh, are we rec- we're recording this. Is this part of the podcast so people that hear us don't know what they're seeing? Exactly. Right. So we- <laughs> we're recording the podcast, episode 89. We're recording the podcast, episode 89, and we've got the uh, live stream Facebook thing going on just at the same time. So um, We normally it- just do a little bit of an intro before we get into the podcast. Normally, but you know, that's the way, we, that's the way we're rolling today. We're just going with it. It's pretty damn cold though. It's Friday night, um, and I work late-ish, not late, because Sam works late generally, but I work till 6.30. And then, Super uh, late there, Chris, 6.30. I know, Ooh. but I was walking back and it was dark and I'm like, did I put the timesheet down right? Because you know, yesterday I finished at 8.30. Oh, look at that. And uh, <laughs> Due to poor wireless connection, your broadcast has been paused. Consider moving to find a better signal or you can end the broadcast. I'll just end it. Okay. Let's just end the broadcast. Okay, all right. Let's... Look, the waveform's way better now. Yeah, what happened? Exactly. Facebook. It's Facebook. all about Facebook. It makes no sense at all. <laughs> oh. Oh, that's hilarious. Paul, Pauline's just commented on it. So, Ma'am, get it out of the way of the Wi-Fi. I don't know. Technology's great. So you've been at work this week doing some uh, more blood work. Blood spinning. Yep. Um, I'm... I'm you know, doing the the main part of it now, like the whole whole thing, like not all by myself, but you know, like yeah, I, I've I am responsible for getting A grade serum. I mean, if anyone is uh, responsible for getting A grade serum, I'd put all my money on Chris. Yeah. Out of all the people I could pick, <laughs> I said serum. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I don't know what you were thinking of, but anyway, uh, yeah. So, um, moving on. So, what's this thing about Maritime New Zealand and Google? Oh, they've made the world's largest, uh, they've combined forces, Maritime New Zealand and Google, and they've made the largest geofence. What the hell's a geofence? Oh, have you never come across them before? We used to have them on my old job all the time. So you No, have, I don't know what you're talking about. So, you have a map, and you draw a outline of an area around something, and those coordinates are all mapped out, and that's a geofence. And if anyone enters that area, it's recorded or something happens. So it's like a marker. So Maritime are using it, uh, the whole of the New Zealand surrounded in it. If you, uh, oh, So it's like our, our uh, what was it, three-mile limit fishing ground type? No, no, no. It, <clears throat> it just means that if you use a Google product, your email, Google, Met Service, and I think there was another one, and you're within the zone of... The, um, within the geofence? Yeah, within the geofence, it pops up and says, remember your life jacket. Ah. How small can these geofences could be? Oh, very small. Like could, so we could, we could do something for the house tomorrow night for the party? Don't be a dick. Oh, but, no, no, it's, it's quite a bit of technology involved. It's not simple stuff. Yeah, I know, but if, if we were like, um, you know, um, Iron Man style. Yeah, yeah you Tony could. Stark thing. So we had them all set up for my last job. They were all around all the scrap dealers. And all the vehicles are GPS. So if any vehicle went to a, GP, uh, a scrap dealer, 
it would come up with an alert in the office and they'd try and figure out what that person was doing. Oh. So Scrap Palace in town is yeah, yeah. behind McDonald's. So if the guys went to McDonald's and then exited out that building, they'd enter the geo-fenced area of the scrap dealer. But the report would say they were only there for like five seconds as they drove past. So they were like, okay, we don't need to worry about that because there's nothing they can do in five seconds. Yeah, as opposed to selling off scrap stuff that they'd snicked from work type thing. Yeah, scrap copper or actually right. new copper. Woo, okay, all right. So... um yeah, and all this for an ad to say, don't forget your jet, um, life jacket. So is is the geofence in this case, uh, oh, it's only when it crosses that border of the geofence, right? Yeah. Once so you're in, it doesn't um, keep saying things. Not, I don't think so. Right, 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 right. That makes sense. Because you wouldn't want to be like driving to, you know, through Waiuru. And it goes, don't forget your life jacket. No, no. So the, what they would have done was they would have done the coastal region and then gone out a couple of miles mm. and done like a strip, I guess, around yeah, New Zealand yeah. as yeah. opposed to just blanket it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was just like, well, how, how? yeah, I'm sure they thought of that. Anyway, okay, that's cool. And and I might be a little slow because this is my third glass of wine, I think. Yeah, okay. So I wanted to mention the solar sand pr- pr- printer. Have you seen that? I didn't. Click play. I saw you shared a link. Yeah, you should. You should. I didn't know what it was making. Oh, sandcastles, wasn't it? No, well, it says sandcastles, that, but it's nothing. Okay, that's, that's not it. So I don't think it's real. I think it's made with the movie magic, but it's a. This could really be real one day. Okay, so Chris has done a huge amount of research into this. It may exist. None at all. It may not. <laughs> uh, it's something on the internet, and it's probably from four but years it's ago. Just so c- <laughs> we'll have an cool. update next week, maybe. <laughs> you should read my shit when I post it, dude. I will po- make sure this is posted on our uh, Chris and Sam Facebook page. Um, but anyway, it, it's a it uses the power of the sun, like it's. Um, you mean it's solar powered? Is that what it means? Yes, yeah. and it um, it turns the sand into glass, so it. Yeah, okay. I'm already yeah, sceptical on this. Yeah, exactly. Harden the sand. So they're making bowls and stuff? Of using course sand. they are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, all right. It was a pretty cool video, I thought. So anyway, go on. Let's talk about one of your ones. Oh, I've got um, Swift Point. <laughs> Come on, internet. Don't fail me now. Look at it. Uh, Why is the internet uh, crap down here? I love how the story starts off with a Kiwi company. And it, anyway, so Swift Point is a Kiwi company. You may have seen it or may not. They make the little weird mouse that you hold like a pen and you can use it anywhere. And it's a um, mouse that's better than a touchpad on a laptop, but it's not to replace usually a desktop one. And they partnered with some really cool people, uh, including... And what was the company name? Swift Point. Swift. They've been around ages. There's only six people in the firm. And... Um, They've decided to make a mouse, which is called the Z Mouse. It's their second product they've ever come out with. It's on Kickstarter. I'll check out the figures in a sec. But what they've done is they've put in a whole bunch of technology from um, basically cell phones. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, movement and all that sort of stuff. So they can make the best gaming mouse possible. Uh, it lets you interact with your computer in a faster, more precise and intuitive way. They want $140,000. They've already made $203,000. And they've still got 34 days to go. 
So it's pretty cool. All right. Yeah, I just thought I'd have a quick look at the Licky Brush and see how that's going. How is that going? Is, is it funded and are you buying one yet? Uh, Licky Brush. Go on. Oh, hang on. What's it say here? Successfully raised $59,179 US with 2022 backers. That's not a big success. No, it's That's not. crap. I'm, I'm surprised. I thought it was They got a lot. Nah, they, to be honest, their media coverage was amazing oh they, but they were it, in all sorts but it of didn't stuff. um it didn't translate didn't translate no because uh, no one wants to be doing that with their cat i don't know i do it with my cat with with uh, tasha's cat with my chin yeah um there we go oh, well, Chris has some I, more. but now i've had a shave because you know i don't want to be a snood uh, as we covered last uh, week so if you don't know what a beard snood is that's right it got mentioned week. a few times in the twitter feed as well did it? Well, oh, I was just tweeting, Chris doesn't want to wear a snood. And yeah, yeah. I'd never heard that word before. But anyway. Okay, so Licky Brush. What was the other uh, Kickstarter thing we were looking at recently? I have no no idea. What was it? Can't be important. Didn't write it doesn't down. Doesn't matter. Okay, okay, carry on. Moving on. Have you been keeping up with the old escort agency that got sued over their $3.7 million date? Well, no, um, but my lawyers told me not to say anything. Oh, really? <laughs> no. Uh, no. No, 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 no. So what, what what was the deal with this? Uh, some man, and I want to say he's Asian. I'll, I'll, I'm going to say that he was he paid this. You xenophobe! No, no. Any second now, it's going to load. No, I'll just make up the story. The <laughs> technology is letting us down. Why? Why is? Why is? I don't know. But basically, this guy paid three point four million dollars because the escort agency said we can get you people like Victoria's Secret model and old uh, Megan Fox. To sleep with you. And he's like, okay. Gives them all the money and uh, they didn't follow through. But all this happened like 2014 and he's just taking him to court now. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So they should just give him his money back and just keep pocket the interest because that would have been all right. Yeah. I don't know what's going Maybe. on. So have you seen the Enchroma glasses for colorblind people? It was, it was on uh, quite a few of the websites and stuff. Never heard of it before in my life. It sounds like it would be a good thing for your work colleague. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, if you have red on orange, for some people that has a color blindness issue. Yeah. And uh, we, I, the job I'm doing at the moment, I have to look for red blood cells within yellow serum. And the experienced guy can't do it because he's colorblind and he can't see the difference. So uh, I get to do that, which is the whole quality control part of the job, which is uh, pretty awesome. Chris is high up there with quality. Um, but yeah, Enchroma, E-N-C-H-R-O-M-A. I think it's .com, but if you just Google Enchroma, you'll go there. It's quite cool because they have colorblind tests there for you, and um, you can see how it works and stuff. Um, so that was pretty good. And they have a video, and it's doing the rounds on Facebook and, and stuff at the moment. And of course, it's you know it's trying to show you what a colorblind person sees and then what... Oh, okay, that's Enchroma good. Yeah, sees. yeah, yeah. Um, it just looks like they... Zazz it up, you know, the colours. Just zazz it up. Oh, zazz it up. Yeah. It's a technical, a technical term. Technical That's term. from the 80s, I think, <laughs> when Chris was zazzing things up in his basement. Uh, yeah, yeah. I didn't have a basement. Yeah. A motorcycle and motorcycle jacket. That was zazzled up, yeah. I bet. Oh, yeah. And I had pleats, pleated pants. And Moroccan leather boots. Okay, we. I think that's anyway, enough of uh, Chris's fashion <laughs> blunders. <laughs> so, so who's this Jesus magician dude? The Jesus magician dude. Well, 
<laughs> have you seen the clip? No, I have no okay. idea what you're talking I'm, about. I won't show you the clip now, but see that guy there in the middle? With the, weird, the bald dude. The bald guy with the yeah, ponytail yeah. at the back? Yeah. Oh, he's got a ponytail. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. That's weird. Would you man. trust him? <laughs> no. Anyway, <laughs> this is on Polish TV. It's live, I think it is. Must be. Each of those bags, he puts a nail on a stick poking up on one of them. And he, sw- he switches them around, and he turns around from the camera, and he switches them around, and then he slams his hand on one of them, and nothing happens. Then when she does it, he's actually muddled it up, and she gets the nail through her hand. Oh, no! It's so, so funny. So the TV <laughs> And she's like, ah! And they're like, ah! And he's just looking, going, uh! Because <laughs> initially... Oh, my God. Initially, um, people thought it was just a part of the trick, um, but it's not... It's only 44 seconds long, so... Um, uh, and it starts with a big warning. Footage contains distressing scenes. Well, it does, because she's going to get the old nail in the hand. Oh my gosh. I don't know if I can handle... Oh, she's screaming. So we'll have the link at the Chris and Sam podcast uh, Facebook page, and I'll put it up on the website in the show notes. Oh, Look man. At I'm going to watch that properly later. Yeah, no, that's yeah. awesome. So that is awesome. And sort of really, really bad. Because I creepy, sort of... But I'm so used to blood now. It's all good. That's right. Because I sort of saw it <laughs> and I was like, oh, I don't know. Because it, it didn't seem that interesting. And then I watched it and I was like, cracking up laughing. I thought it was the <laughs> best thing in the world. Uh, that's almost as bad as me laughing at snipers taking out policemen in the US. Yeah, which is... Oh, Are you all right there? I already just, uh, it's just beautiful. I'm going to have some more red. There we go. That was um, a bit weird. <laughs> oh, no, that's seriously. So so I saw one of those things. Uh, a um, guy was taken down to the ground because he was selling CDs outside of a supermarket. Yeah. So which might be a bit of a that's dodgy thing upon. to do. Yeah, yeah well, whatever. And they take him down to the ground, and they've got him on the ground. And so this is um, handheld footage from you know somebody's cell phone. And they got him down on the ground, and then after, like, there's one cop on top of him and one on his shoulders or something, or by his head. And then the other cop, the cop near the top of him, I think they already handcuffed him, pulls out a gun. And I'm like, they, what? Why, why do you need a gun for now? Like he's already, he's not fleeing. He's lying on the ground in front of you, handcuffed, on his face down, and then he shoots him. There's two things about this I just don't get. One, they all seem to be trigger-happy. They just want to pull out a gun for anything, which is one part of the equation. But do they not get briefed that, hey, this other cop shot someone, then he has to go to trial and pay for a lawyer and go through this whole process, and he may or may not be found guilty. And if he's found guilty, he's going to end up in jail, where he's going to be hanging out with some of his close, close buddies in the showers. (laughs) Maybe you don't pull your gun out. I don't... In that situation, when they're on the ground and handcuffed, it makes no sense. Did you see that thing on TV? I saw it here, so I don't know if you were there at the time, but they they had some uh, British cops and some American cops watching... Uh, this vaguely sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah. So they had um, it was like a setup, and there was a, a criminal with a I think he had a knife or something. And this cop went to uh, disarm him. Yeah. And the guy went for him, and they swarmed him. Like four or five cops went over and just took him down. Nobody got hurt. They had stab vests, but that was it. 
Um, but because of sheer weight of numbers, they took him down. Yeah, yeah. And the American cops are watching this. So this was like a briefing, and they're watching the video. I, I don't know if the, the event might have been real, actually. But the, and the cops were going, oh, no, we would have shot him by now. Like they wouldn't even try. They wouldn't get that close. Oh, it's, it's just it's bizarre. Yeah. So anyway, there was a rally that just happened a couple, well, I don't know, today anyway, American time, and um, some police have been taken out by some two snipers, which Chris thinks is great. I don't think it's great. I just think it's, I, I'm like, so the cops are like, woohoo, but at least the citizenry, citizenry have, um, you know, the means to defend themselves. Go out and buy yourself a an AR fifteen because that'll help you defend yourself. That's what oh, you mean. Oh, you're shooting cops. Ah, oh, well, I suppose that's defence, really. But it's just going to keep going on and on and on until they finally change something, and they won't. So they won't. They won't change anything. I like the. I tell you what, I like about the gun control one is the the one where it says it's the Second Amendment, eh? Right to bear arms. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Like and that. it says this is what it was like when it was. Um, Written and the guy goes into the crowded office with the big musket. Yeah, yeah. And he fires it once. One shot. And then he's like, <laughs> and then he starts, yeah, pouring powder and ramming it home. And everybody's left the office by the time he's putting the ball in. So, you know, that's a bit crap. You know what else is crap? What? WinTech. They've been annoying me. Why? Like, you don't have anything to do with WinTech. Well, I'm trying to have stuff to do with them, but they're yeah. useless. Talk about useless. So, did I tell you that there was, anyway, they do a free writing course. Oh, really? Yep. And it goes for four weeks, and you can do it via the internet, and I think you just have to go and enroll, I think. Okay. And there's a few things in there that I just don't know anything about, and I thought, this is pretty good uh, for free, and I can brush up on my, you learn some new writing skills. Not a problem. Please fill out the form at the bottom of this page, and we will contact you. Fill out the form, sent it, didn't get an auto-confirmation. The next enrollment's in July. Do it again about... Well, a couple of days later, that's all right. And then I was like trying to ring him. Uh, what's today? Friday. I rung them on like Tuesday and I get John. And John, I don't know what John does, but man, he's the happiest man in the world. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Windtech. I sound like a DJ and my name's John. What can I do for you? Oh, yeah, no worries. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll take your details. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, so you've enrolled. No, no, I haven't enrolled. I want information about enrolling, about this course that starts in July. Now, it's July now. Am I too late? No, not at all. That's fine. It's, it's all good. They will ring you back. So this woman rings me back the next day, and I said, look, she goes, I'm ringing just because you have a problem with your enrollment, because you're enrolled to this, for this course? No, no, I'm not enrolled for anything. I tried filling out your form on your little crappy website, and apparently that goes nowhere. Um, got hold of the dude yesterday. No, but they, they enrolled you. No, they haven't. So they got hold of the dude yesterday, and and then I said, look, I asked him if 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 it's okay to start this course now because it's like the eighth of seventh of July, and she says, and he said it was okay, and she goes, well, no, it's already started this week. So I was like, well, that's cool. Can you send me information about the enrollment for October? Yes, yes, we can do that. Sorry about that. It was just such a bizarre, uh, bizarre thing to deal with. Having said that, I have been doing... I bet if it was a paid course, they would have been all over me like a rash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, I've been doing the one you suggested, I think. I think it was you, the Future Learn. Yeah, I'm doing yeah, a yeah, Future yeah. Learn soils course at the moment, and you're doing a film one? 
yeah, the business of film is really good. Except I'm I've, I've fallen I quite further and further behind. Like I started, um, I was already three weeks into it when I started, so I started three weeks late. And the la- this week I've done nothing. Uh, most shocking. Other, most other the, the previous two weeks I've been doing stuff uh, at night, but it's it's quite cool. This future learn uh, the free courses, and they're from universities around the world. And they do different things. And yeah, as, just as like because you, know, um, you do the soil one, but yeah, it, yeah. I, their website is offering a whole bunch of different courses other people aren't offering, mm-hmm. and a lot because it's a UK based website, so they're actually pulling a lot of the UK talent there, and it's a very nicely laid out website. Yeah, I yeah, quite I, like I'm, how it looks. I'm pretty impressed with this uh, the stuff that I'm doing with with the you know the the business of film. So, um, I will put a link to that on the um, the website the. The, the show website. notes. The show notes. Yep, we will I do that. I should maybe stop drinking the wine. Okay, moving on. Um, did you see that? Um, so you remember we had a bit of a talk, I believe, about the – I want to f- – I've forgotten the guy's name. The rapist guy that was a swimmer, so he's not really a rapist. That makes him a non-rapist because he swims. Yeah, yeah, because well. he was a swimming man. Yeah, because he swims fast, so obviously he can do whatever he wants. So the judge in that case was a bit of a dick. Um, but apparently, this Canadian judge is more of a dick. And um, this was in the Herald this week. And he uh, he had this woman in, in court because she was raped. And she he kept calling her um, the accused instead of the victim. And he said, quote, um, why couldn't you just keep your knees together? And why didn't you just sink your bottom down into the basin so he couldn't penetrate you? Um, if you were frightened, you could have screamed. So whilst conceding there could be truth to the victim's claim that the experience was physically painful at the rough hands of the accused, Justice Camp observed, sex is very often a challenge. Sex and pain sometimes go together. That's not necessarily a bad thing. Okay, he's a psycho. And, and threw it out of court. Well, the worst thing is, this happened about a year ago, and it's only been brought to trial now, but he's just been um, promoted from a uh, provision, uh, provincial judge to a federal judge in, in oh, this is, Canada. It, oh, it's terrible. And so, <laughs> oh, this is in Canada. Yeah, it's yeah. Not even, is he, and, oh. and that's what I mean. It's like you think Canadians are, uh, are more um, switched on. Yeah, I thought more it was Americans. On and, and, and friendlier. But he, he's written this thing in to say, I oh, know I want to keep my federal job. Uh, and this experience has helped me. So this is what he wrote. He believes his training and counsel. His training and counselling and this process as a whole has left him better equipped to judge cases with empathy, wisdom and sensitivity to the social context to which all judges aspire. He now understands that some of his prior thinking was infected with stereotypical beliefs and discredited myth. Good luck on keeping that job, bro. Yeah, he's the man. Um, Actually, staying within the courts but a bit closer to home, uh, Hamilton Waikato man got charged with two counts of kidnapping, one charge of burglary, and two counts each of assaulting police and resisting the police. What do you think he was doing to gain or do all that? Just off the top of your head. I have no idea. He broke into the Bennydale Waitomo District Council-owned uh, sewage treatment plant, 
thinking it was a Breaking Bad style methamphetamine uh, sophisticated lab. What? He broke into a water. So he goes, oh my God, they got a super meth lab there. Instead of telling the cops, I'm going to break in and get me some. Yep, that's what he did. And there was <laughs> there was two workers there and um, they didn't want to move or anything because he was so agitated. So um, they were held there for three hours. Uh, they managed to escape after the three hours and called the police. And then the dog handlers had to go find him. And he's like, give me the blue shit. And they're like, um, uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's now got uh, home detention. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny. Um, so you see airport security was in the news quite a bit this week? No, I haven't really seen okay, the news. So, so there's a couple of things. Um, there's a strike coming up in New Zealand where all the airport security guys are going on strike. And yep. then they don't want the police to jump in because the police are heavily unionized as well. Um, so that police union don't want police breaking the, the strike. Um, what so are they going to do They're talking about bringing in the army. The military don't have a choice with that sort of stuff. Okay, interesting. Um but somebody who came, uh, you know, a whistleblower. Yeah I, yeah, I I I wince a little bit to use that term in this case because this whistleblower was on the news the other day and he, you know blanked out face and Aurora Darth Vader voice and all that sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah yeah. Um, and he's talking about the tests that have been done and two or three out of four of no I think it was three out of five IEDs and various. Dangerous things that they put in passengers' stuff to test. Yeah. Get through. I'd believe that. Oh, yeah. Because they're useless. Yeah. So he says, and the reason for that is that they're pushing the staff, get get people on planes, get people on planes, you know, that's the stress. I mean, the reality of the thing is perfect security would mean virtually nobody flies effectively, yeah, yeah. you know. Um, so it's always going to be a, a balancing act between how much security do you want or, or will the you know market handle and how much risk will the market handle. And, um, you know, unions aren't going to make a change out of that. But I, I think, you know, I may be a little cynical, but the whistleblower is just trying to drum Stir up, it sympathy, up sympathy for, for their cause. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. How long are they going to strike for? Um Long? Oh no, it's a day or something. But yeah. no, no, even worse than that. Well, I don't, I don't actually understand what this means. So you know, okay, okay. So they, the government, uh, the airport authorities are locking them out. CIA is locking them out. So a lockout rather than a strike. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know what the difference is because nobody does any bloody work anyway. Either way, so what's the difference? Like, does a lockout mean that they still get? Oh, I don't know. There'll be some weird technical legal yeah, thing going I, on. I, anyway, so but this is the first time our government has uh, department has ever locked out anyone, or public service has ever locked out anyone. Must be pretty and bad, so eh, to get to that huge, point. And it's like holy crap. So I almost got a job with airport security when they first started putting it in in '98 when I got divorced. Yep. And so um, I didn't get in mainly because my blood pressure was high. Yeah, and they said. Have you had a history of high blood pressure? No, never. You do now. And that, no, they said. Uh, has anything stressful happened? And I said, Well, my wife left. I lost my house, and I have no. And my business collapsed. Apart from that, Apart I'm from happy. That, I'm pretty good. And they went. 
any one of those things would be enough to have this slightly elevated blood pressure thing. So you're pretty good, but we're still not going to employ you. Oh. Um, but anyway, so uh, I'm glad I didn't because their top salary is like 64 grand. Oh, but that'd have to be like way really yes. high up, eh? Yeah, which I, I don't know. I don't think that's a lot of money. I think that's a piddling amount of money, really. I don't know. That's it's more than I'm earning, obviously now, but it was it was less yeah. than I earned at Telecom, and less than most people I know that worked at Telecom. Yeah, not most people, but you know, a lot of people that have been there for a while. Anyway, moving on. Um, so don't want to talk about earning money because um, I haven't been for quite a while now. So oh, no, <laughs> I really shouldn't. And, we, and we've come to the end of the podcast, Chris. Oh, but so but, 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 but I was still going on the airport security stuff. So oh, sorry. These yep. guys go into so Memphis Airport security. So Americans now. Yep. They uh, shoot everyone. No. <laughs> See, they're the only decent ones that don't have guns, except for when this um, teenager, eighteen-year-old, partially blind, partially deaf person's just come back from um, is it Chicago? I think with uh, St Jude's Children's Hospital to have her chemo and stuff for her, the brain cancer she's suffering from. Okay, yep. She's with her mum, and they uh, um, she walks through a um, metal detector. It yep. goes off. They ask her to do stuff. She can't hear them properly. She can't see them properly. She starts panicking, and they um, push her to the ground. They keep her mum away from her. mum's like, wait, 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 wait. She's, she's just been under surgery and all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, they smash her face in the ground. Oops, sorry. Smash her in the ground. Smash her face in the ground. There's blood everywhere and all the rest of it. Yeah. Um, They're getting sued and only for 100 grand, which for America is pretty cool. Yeah. It's a fair fair amount too. It's pretty uh, Um, average. But yeah, I mean, you can imagine being that state though. You can't, partially blind, partially deaf. You can't understand what's going on. Her mum was hampered because she... Uh, had a broken ankle and her, her foot was in a cast. Otherwise, she'd sort of be leaping in there, but she couldn't. Yeah, and they just uh, they threw her on the ground, handcuffed her, and took her to, and, and arrested her and all the rest of it before um, they sorted it all out. Yep, they'll do that. Crazy Americans. Crazy Americans. Okay, so uh, we've done pretty much everything, have we? Yep, sounds good. Oh, and one more thing. What? How to handle an armed robbery. I am going to post this on... Well, you're going to post this because I don't do crap. You're going to put this on the show notes. There's a video of this armed robber with a gun. This is in New Zealand because this doesn't happen in New Zealand much, folks. Um, this guy comes in and he pulls a gun in the CCTV footage. And you can't see the gun at first because you've got a bag in front of him. And he asks the um, restaurant because it's like... Savlaki, Savlaki, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is in Christchurch. It's Christchurch. He asked the guy. He goes, "Oh, you fill the bag up with money." And the guy goes, "Hang on a second, I'm just serving a customer." And then he gives this guy his bag of takeaways, and then he just walks away. And the the guy with the guns is sort of looking there and goes, "Um, um," and and runs off. And it's just <laughs> hilarious. And but it's so true. That is the best way to do it because of all the things running through his mind when he played this scenario, scenario up. up. Yeah, that was not one of them. <laughs> That's true. So uh, yeah, I'll, we should put that video on. It's very good. Excellent. So to check out all our show notes and past episodes and other bits and pieces, including photos, check out the Chris and Sam Podcast dot com. 
Yes, or you can go to Facebook and look, search for The Chris and Sam Podcast. Like You'll, and share us there. It'll be great. Yeah, absolutely. And there'll be um, the live video feeds every now and again when the internet plays plays well. And we remember to do them. <laughs> and we remember to do them. Um, and, and a lot of other stuff we share throughout the week. And, of course, if you want to capture capture our attention, talk what to us. What are you, mumb- us. What are you mumbling about? Know. Interact my, with us my, as well. My, Check gl- us. my glass is empty. It's, yeah, I'm yeah. stumbling over Check, everything now. Check us out on Twitter, Chris Check and Sam Pod. That's what I meant to say. Yeah, yeah. Do that. Do that. Um, we might be going up to Smackle soon. So if you're going to Smackle, uh, Social Media Club Auckland. It's uh, on the 20th and it's about drones. Yeah. Keeping up with the droneses. I thought that was pretty good, actually. Yeah. Very good. Until next time, I'm Sam. And I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friends.